Okay, we're live. All right, great. Yeah, we're How's back. How's it going? Uh, not bad. We'll be talking about what I was just doing, like, minutes before this podcast, basically. I had to run around a bit because I've been neglecting some housework today, so that's why I was a little later, but yeah. It's cool. I'm, I've been busy myself. It's pouring rain here, and I hate it. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like overcast here too. May long, so that makes sense. That's always a thing here. All right, it's a holiday for you guys. Yeah, and it's always yeah, we get shitty. a holiday like next week or the week after. Yeah, you have Memorial Day the week after, I think, right? I don't remember if it's the week after or if it's two weeks from now. Yeah, I anyway. don't know either. But yeah, no, nothing uh, new with me. I'm still babysitting the cat, the extra cat. His uh, parents come home, I think, this Tuesday after the long weekend. So, yeah, he's still here and driving all of us, including my two cats, crazy. But it's been pretty fun. Nothing too special otherwise, though. Right on, right on. Once again, John's not here. He's... Uh, now he's on another trip today, right? I think he's on runaway guys trip, like work, work, yeah, trip. work trip now. Yeah, to to record a bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, he was home for like a couple days and then took off. Basically, he, he was home enough to move and then left again. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the the big uh, John Wheeler drought of 2019 continues. Yeah, for at least another week or two, I believe. Yep. I think so. Um, but I want to get talking about what you were just playing because I want to talk about that whole thing. So let's just get into it. Sure. Uh, this is the top down perspective for uh, May 16th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And the Division 2's raid dropped today. Yep. Which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, that's what you've been playing. That's what you were alluding to, correct? Yeah, it's hard as balls, dude. Holy shit! Yeah. So <laughs> that when they so they announced basically it was coming earlier this week, like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And they announced when it was going to drop and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, cool. They've given me the the goal. I need. I now I know what I need my gear score to be. Oh, what do you um, need it to be? I didn't actually see the like. Uh, well, okay, so th- th- that's kind of two parts of it. They said you needed to finish. Actually, I think they just said you needed to finish World Tier Five. Okay, and I thought they had also said you need a gear score of five hundred, but I was seeing people that did not have that, but they were pretty close. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I loaded up my my game again. I've, I've been playing Division Two. I was three ninety nine, so I was basically four hundred. Sure. Uh huh. So I just started matchmaking into random games, replaying missions. I was always getting people much higher level than me, yeah. and. Every now and then I would get a nice person that at the end of the mission just dropped everything that they weren't using, which would up me a ton. Oh, wow. Okay. So I was jumping like literally like 20 points of gear score each mission. Cool. Good. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of the times people wouldn't do that. And all I could think of was like, what is wrong with you guys? You have literally no use for any of this stuff. Yeah. Why crafting don't you materials. Just, you can, like, I, I guess. But for the most part, like you know exactly which crafting material you need. You know what's going to give you that. There's mm-hmm. plenty of stuff you that this is just garbage for you guys. You might as well give it to the person who you can definitely see is like 70 levels below you. Like, come <laughs> sure. on. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, you know, if you're out there and you're playing a loot game, 
help the little guy out. Like, it's not going to kill you, you know? Uh, luckily, I did get a few pretty nice people. One person actually dropped a few level 500 guns for me and then would not stop shooting me until I picked them up. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. That seems about right. So that was... Uh, but anyway, my gear score is currently 465-ish. Okay, cool. Yep. So uh, my plan is... Well, my plan was... Let's do it on Saturday with me and my bud. Yeah. And first off, you can't match make, which is a huge bummer. Yeah. Because um, I actually have to coordinate online with people. Yeah. And maybe even talk to them with my headset, which I was just hoping to not do. Sure. Um, so yeah, no matchmaking, but ho- hopefully I've been kind of like on Reddit and stuff trying to like find people and hopefully I'll, I'll have eight on Saturday. Mm hmm. And but today I was like, let's watch some streams. Let's watch some people do it. I actually watched um, the first people to do it. Finish it. Oh, yeah. OK. I can't remember the group uh, name. I saw it in a post somewhere. Might have been like Pog or something like that. It was we have something. it down in news. We can check later. OK. Um, that that uh, raid looks impossible and there's no way I'm going to finish it. It's very hard so far. Yeah. That first I'm, boss. Like just watching people. Some people were at it all day and like yeah. s- not making progress. Like it seems so rough. Yeah. Um. And I just know that I'm not even in a state where I'm like thinking about like proper loadouts and proper like <laughs> skill combos and everything. Like I haven't needed to do any of that. Right. And whereas people's like, yo, I'm going to hit, I'm going to switch to my DPS class. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I... <laughs> This is a whole other level of what I was playing the division with. Yeah. Um, so my current goal is to just like, just see how far I can get with the raid and just kind of be a part of it. Sure. And there's no way I am ever beating that raid. It's really rough in a way I was not expecting. Yeah. It seemed like tough. it was surprising a lot of people. Like people yeah. were not expecting it to be like a real ass raid. Yeah. No, nobody was expecting that. <laughs> Man, it is a weird thing. So, um, yeah, first of all, I'll tell you the thing I do like. I do like the old MMO feel of being in general chat saying, yo, we need three more for the raid. Who's in? And then getting a bunch of whispers from people just like I'll join or whatever. And uh, what is general chat? The general chat, the chat room that everybody can access, but that you should probably have muted at all times because it's where racist shit happens. Otherwise. Where's that? Uh, it's just part of the chat rooms that you have in the PC version. I don't know otherwise on console, though. Are you talking about, like, the social spaces? I don't know how they do it. There's, like, literally just a chat box on PC. Okay, I don't think there's that on the console. Yeah, on console, I was assuming that you probably form groups for stuff, right? And then you can, like, use voice or whatever. I've exclusively played it while having an Xbox party chat going on, so right. I've never been able to hear anyone else, so I don't actually know. Sure, gotcha. Okay, well, either way, general chat is where a bunch of people are kind of, like, forming parties or whatever. Where Ubisoft has failed is that there's no easy way when somebody is, like, looking for you or, like, messages you to even, like, target them. What I've had to do is write down their name open up the Uplay client, search for them, add them as a friend, and then invite them to the raid. And that's a bummer. (laughs) 
So I um, sure I would like a little bit of automation there where I ca- I don't mind the no matchmaking thing, but like let me click on this dude's name and bring up a menu that says invite to raid right away or something like this weird bunch of hoops I have to jump through to like get this person in a party is hilarious. Also, you can invite people to raid that are nearby, like quote unquote nearby, which is basically anybody in the White House area. But the problem is, is the people that are nearby where you start the raid are starting their own raid because that's why they're there. So you're not like they're never going to invite your invite because they're trying to do their own thing. It's weird. It's really (laughs) weird how it's set up. It very much is like you should be in a clan because then if you're in a clan and you start a raid, your clan list is there. You can just invite everybody just like right away. And then whoever is in is in and you can just go right away. That's the way I think. Right, they I was, uh, <laughs> I'm not in a clan because right. I've had no need for one. Um, I was looking at some clans. I was just kind of going through the list while I was killing time the other day. Yeah. Um, saw some great names such as Knocker Grabbers. Okay, that's a good one. With yep. the description of grab them by the knockers <laughs> great yeah yep that's about right um i saw one they decided to call their name the flu flux clan which i oh, don't no. even know why you would do that oh that's yeah i don't even get that so anyway still not part of a clan so far it's been just like randomly friending up with people on reddit and then hopefully we'll just have eight come this saturday okay yeah I don't know. Like, yeah, it's 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 a bummer that I'm definitely not going to get anywhere with this. I, how far did you make it? the first did boss? Dude? No, that dude okay. is insane. <laughs> that, yep. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to give up the thing just in case people are listening. They're like, hey, I want to try that raid out because half of the fun for me was figuring that boss out. But that boss has a mechanic where he is almost impossible to kill, period. And it's fucking irritating so yeah yeah i understand there's four bosses a lot of people were stuck on the first boss um and then a lot of people were stuck on the last boss i didn't really get a clear idea of what the middle two ones are so they must be a bit easier i guess must be yeah the first boss is Um, very pretty mechanically easy but he's um he's a test to see how much damage your group can put out so if everybody's not there then you're fucked like basically it's it's crazy his uh yeah i guess healing thing i'm sure if people are curious because i know i was wondering like are there going to be puzzles Mm. um and there aren't so much puzzles as it's a lot of like you need to like stand in a certain area for some time at least this is how the fourth one i was seeing i was seeing the the majority of players on the fourth one it was like standing in a certain area until something would open like a target Mm -hmm. then you need to dump a ton of damage into that target with before like the timer runs out there's not like a visual timer but there is something like that you are there is a certain amount of urgency and if you don't a lot of things will just kind of reset okay Um, weird so it was a lot of like trying to beat the clock and then while that's happening every step of the way there's additional waves of enemies running out it's really the enemies that are crazy in this they hit so fucking hard in this thing it's crazy everything about this raid feels like like i know that they are doing they did the like race to first or whatever where the first group to take down 
the raid would be immortalized in the White House and blah, blah, blah. So I'm under the impression that next week's patch, they're probably going to tune it down so people can, like, enjoy it normally and not just the hardcore. But because right now it's Maybe. very it's very hard. It's like. I don't know. I could also see them like keeping it real hard because like that's what it's supposed to be. Is it supposed to be the hardest thing in this game? Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe it's very, very difficult. It's fun, though, for what it's worth. Like you actually have to coordinate and that's something that you don't really have to do through anything else in that game. So (laughs) there's that, (laughs) which is why I think it's going to like just knock me on my ass because i've been so <laughs> casual with this yeah like, yeah so well um, yeah we'll see how i do i do on uh on saturday when i give it a shot yeah we'll have to catch back up next week and find out yeah are you gonna try do you think you're gonna beat it before they turn it down i mean i do i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to jump in with more groups if i can any sure. any idea if it like kind of checkpoints like if you beat one boss can you like stop playing the game and come back and you you don't have to play that boss again i'm assuming it probably saves you to an instance of it like other mmos would where you yeah like your checkpoints say after boomer if you beat him so you can no longer like play up to boomer if that makes sense you would have to start like later because you've already what if you want what if you were playing someone else's game though that's what could you play before boomer yeah that's what i'm not sure of i haven't really read anything about how they're doing that yet so i'd be curious to know that as well maybe you can and then you just don't get any loot off of him because you've already gotten your loot off of him for the week maybe maybe i mean are you supposed to run this thing every week yeah it resets every week okay yeah have you been playing anything else? Uh, yeah, I pl- I've been playing A Plague Tale Innocence, and it's great. It's actually wonderful. Okay, I was seeing a lot of trailers for this. Yeah. And the vibe I was getting, not not from, like, the type of game or or the themes in the game, but it kind of fit the, the part of my mind or my thought space of last year's Vampire oh really okay of just this like kind of like off the beaten path no one's talking about it and it's kind of about like some like kind of dark ish serious ish topics it's actually more like brothers a tale of two sons like in a lot of ways right well gameplay wise right and like theme wise kind of yeah yeah yeah. i wasn't trying to compare it that way i was just saying like for whatever reason it was hitting this part of my brain that vampire was like where nobody's but, talking about it. Yeah, nobody's talking about it, but yeah. it kind of seems real interesting. Like there's something grabbing me, but like yeah, it was just in, it was in that list of games. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing to do with the gameplay, but now let's actually talk about the gameplay. <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's um first of all, it's a very story-based uh action stealth game, I guess is the thing. You play a sister uh who's trying to like save you're tra- playing a young girl who's trying to protect and save yourself and your little brother after your family home is attacked by Templars during the Black Plague and they're chasing your brother for some reason. Um, obviously, I'm not going to get into story stuff because that's like... Well, wait, huge... isn't... From the trailers, it seemed like he had the plague. He has... And they didn't want it spreading, but your family obviously doesn't want him to get killed with everyone else. So this is a story thing. 
he has something. Okay. Yeah. Don't go further into that. Then I, I was just going from what I got from the trailers, and I guess that's mistaken. Yeah. Um. I guess like the way I will put it is he is of importance to the Templar for some reason due to something in his blood. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure either what it is. Like I'm, st- I am. I think a few chapters He's from He's clearly the, end. the Rat King that is controlling all the rats. I think they might be going that way. It's weird. I don't know, oh, though, because, yeah, the, the way some of this shit is, it's super weird. And I don't understand, like, what he has to do with any of it. But he has a lot of, like, weird episodes where he gets a headache and he can't, like, move. Or, and then she has to carry him and blah, blah, blah. So there's definitely something going on with something in his blood. They refer to it by some name, but I don't remember what that name is. Um, oh. oh, speaking of headaches, I have something I want to talk about. So remind me about that headaches. when you're done. Okay, sure. Uh, so yeah, uh, most of the game is you going through these terrifying areas of people trying to hunt you down or rats trying to eat you because there's a lot of rats that like eat people and things that are alive in this. It's the Black Plague. Like that's... Yeah. How it traveled primarily <laughs> yeah. was hella rats. Yeah, so it's gross. There's a lot of gross parts and a lot of kind of scary parts, and you're just trying to sneak your way through and survive, kind of like uh, Brothers. That's kind of like how it plays, basically. More stealthy, though, than that game was. How's the soundtrack? The soundtrack is amazing. The music is oh, actually really? phenomenal, yeah. Oh, that's interesting, because we got, like... um. Often at at the office, we'll get like collector's editions sent to us. Yeah. And we'll just kind of put like all the accessories up on like a, a shelf for, that's free. Like, just take this because, you know, we don't need it uh-huh. in the office. And we got the Plague Tale one. Um, and that just included like a vinyl of the soundtrack. And I was like, oh, it's kind of <laughs> cool. I don't know anything about this soundtrack, but that's there. So like the soundtrack is like score music. It is very moody string quartets and like big band actual music not just like ost like anime music video type shit or anything they're not like rock right. songs right they're like very uh, much of that yeah, I like wouldn't expect era, them of that be. era like songs um yeah instrumental kind of uh, like melodies i'm assuming very ambient yeah um it's really cool though the way it punctuates a lot of scenes then this game is pretty much just seeing the cool part and then like playing through some maybe admittedly monotonous gameplay here and there and then seeing the next cool part. So I do like it a lot. I could see if somebody would make the argument that they don't like how the game plays because there's a lot of just like hiding in tall grass, throwing a thing to lure a guard so that you can like walk past him or maybe murder him depending on like what you're trying to do. Or what you have to do. So, yeah, the gameplay can be hit or miss, but every time there's, like, a story beat, it's, like, really well done, and I really enjoy it. It really feels like the next version of, um... When Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice came out, they were touting this, like... Man, you are referencing a bunch of games I like. Yeah, they were touting this, like, rise of the double-A game industry of just, like, not quite, like, top-tier... And not quite indie, but somewhere in the middle. This is definitely one of those somewhere in the middle games for sure. Right, right. But you're also forgetting the triple I. The triple I. Yeah, that's one as well, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's hard to talk about without getting into spoiler territory, which I don't want to do because that's a majority of the uh, 
gameplay experience for sure. I do think some of the right. writing at the very beginning specifically soured me on some stuff and felt a little bit lazy, but they've made up for it since with like some decent stuff going on. So it happens. It, it's whatever. Uh, yeah, that's a what is it? I think a $40 game like it's a cheaper game. And I think it's yeah, I do remember seeing that. And I think I was seeing it even on sale for like low 30s this week. Yeah, I'm a little bummed out that it's getting a little overshadowed, I guess, by Rage 2, even though I haven't heard glowing things about Rage 2 either, um, to be fair. But right. Yeah, I highly suggest people maybe check it out. A Plague Tale. I mean, this game is never going to like draw in all the eyes, even if no. if we were to like lump it in with the brothers, which, you know, one could argue is the best of these that's still not going to put up the same kind of numbers that even a a mediocre over the top shooter like a rage 2 is going to do it's just not going to happen yeah i and i think the nice thing about brothers 2 was it was only like two hours long like it was very like you're in and out and you get the story you get the emotional resonance and like it worked well the pacing was very good this game feels like it does drag in some spots and i'm sure that's did you beat it i'm chapter 11 and I think there's 17 total. So I have one more session so, ahead of me. How long is that going to... How long Do you know how long it takes to beat, then? It, it took me five hours to get to where I am, so that seems about... Wow, this is length. This is going to be like eight to ten. Yeah, so... Let me tell you, out of that five hours, I think maybe three is probably very solid, and there's probably at least two to three of filler. So... Okay, not a great ratio, but okay. It's not great, but I think it hits some good highs and some like neat stuff going on for sure. It does horror very well, not like in a jump scare oh, it's way. Scary? No, 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 not like a scary jump scare or like way, but like you just feel uneasy and shitty all the time. Like it's just a okay. bad situation. You never feel good in this place. If I'm brave enough to play Hellblade. Can I play this is way less scary than Hellblade. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Cool. Hellblade gets messed up. Hellblade has an area that I was like, oh, fuck. This is terrifying. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I remember there was something with like the beast fire and sound or something. No, it's. Oh, okay. I was talking about the one that's like pure black, except for like something jumps out at you every now and then. Maybe, the, yeah, like, I can't beast's lair. I just remember something like attacking me in, in like a barn or something, but I don't know. It's been a while since I played that game. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing this week. All right. Uh, for me, apart from Division 2, I'm still playing Mortal Kombat. Okay. Primarily, I'm I'm letting itself play itself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I even have it on right now and it's going through the towers for me, which is cool wait what (laughs) yeah so you can just you can pick any of the like you know towers of time and just turn on ai fighter oh it'll just go and if you want to make sure you'll win you can give it consumables to use which are these unlockables you get throughout the game in various different modes and they're on they're like special attacks on a timer to the point of like raiden will come help you fight like a tag team fighter Amazing. You can just hit up on the D-pad and Raiden will come in and like electrocute the guy and then he'll like jump back, you know, they're like high five or whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, Weird. So like so far I've, I've beaten two towers since we've been playing. Oh, um, cool. All right. Which is pretty good. Uh, I've pretty much given up on the crypt. 
Yeah. Because that seems like it's going to require a shit ton of grinding. Yeah. Uh, which I'm just not interested in doing. Um, <clears throat> but whatever. I'm getting kind of near the end of my time, I think, with uh, with Mortal Kombat 11. Mm-hmm. Probably just going to like wrap up some achievements by letting the game play itself. <laughs> sure. Oops. I think I just turned it on to that I'm going to play it, which I am not going to play this game. <laughs> Get me out of here. Who plays whatever. games anymore? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, kind of continue with that. Uh, SteamWorld Quest. I'm still playing. I'm getting very close to the end of that. Uh, that game is very good. I recommend it quite a bit. Uh, I'm also looking forward to finishing that mm. so that I can uh finally play our Patreon game because I haven't touched that yet because I wanted to get SteamWorld Quest out of the way, mm-hmm. and I do want to get to Katana Zero. Yeah. Um, what I probably spent the most time with outside of grinding in the division was the new episode of Life is Strange season two dropped. Yeah, I actually didn't know this was dropping until people were saying it was already out. So, yeah, that guess that yeah. makes sense. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. It, I think I really like the whole kind of like road trip aspect in terms of like every episode is a completely new environment a completely like new set of dangers or obstacles that you have to kind of go through okay um this episode takes place in northern california and you're working on a weed farm (laughs) okay and and obviously this is uh i guess it's 2017 now so weed is still illegal in california whereas you know current day it's no longer illegal but right yeah but they're talking about stuff like, oh, you know, it's going to get legalized any day now and we're going to lose our job and stuff like that and blah, 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 blah. Right. But that's where you're currently hiding out. And, you know, just like weird shit happens and powers and stuff. And I am really enjoying this season. Uh, I think it is so far quite a strong follow up to the to the last one. What is uh, your favorite episode so far out of the three? That's hard. I'm trying to even think of. Okay, I'm trying to think what happened in episode one. That had like the gas station, and then and then oh yeah, then they escape. Okay, um, they're so they're so different. Uh, I don't want to like say why because it's such a story heavy game of sure, like yeah. who you're hanging out with. Um, I maybe I'll just say this one. This one I definitely finished off really strong. I thought I had a, like a, a lot of really good kind of quiet character building moments. Okay, a lo- along with a lot of like like the tensions are definitely getting high between the brothers. Daniel, the younger brother who has the power, is he kind of does not want to be getting babied around anymore. Mm-hmm. And like more people are finding out about his powers, and he wants to show off, but that's obviously dangerous for the boys and whatnot. So. I'll say this one, but two has some really cool moments with with where you're at geographically and kind of the people around you. And the, it ends on such a cool uh, like, oh, my gosh, moment. So does this one. Uh, but two's really stuck out to me. So it's just a good season. I just recommend it. Mm-hmm. If you like Life is Strange one, you should you should definitely play Life is Strange two. Cool. And what is, else is on my list? <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> I played a game called Marooners because mm-hmm. it was on Games with Gold. Uh, this is a game that came out, I guess, originally in 2016. Uh, so that just goes to show you how great Games of Gold is. Yeah. These days. Um, this game sucks. Oh, OK. <laughs> uh, I specifically ended up just playing it because I knew it had co-op 
it's it's fusion frenzy basically it's just a mini game collection that you can play with your friends that's kind of janky mm-hmm. um but it sucks it's just it's yeah it, it sucks because it's like not really janky in a good way it just feels oh. like underdeveloped it kind of really feels like fusion frenzy where it's like things aren't like animating at 100 properly or you're kind of slipping off edges you know, it has the same problem with a uh, with some Mario Party mini games of like the handling just kind of sucks enough that you're never quite feel in control. Um, and yeah, but you know, it's a totally inoffensive game. I wasn't expecting much from it. It's just a it's a silly party game. Sure. So yeah. why not? Why not get some get some achievements? Yeah. Um, on the other hand, though, I started playing for the king. Okay which I believe came to games with game pass. I think that's how I have access to it. Okay. And this game is pretty cool. This game came out last year originally, and it's basically like an, I guess the easiest way would be like an interactive board game with RPG elements. Okay. So the world, first off, there's several different worlds you can choose from, which, which are, I guess campaigns would be kind of a good way to put it. Like you can pick like the icy campaign and then that'll have its own little mini story and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I think from some of my reading and from some of the achievement descriptions, a lot of the same kind of, uh, enemy beats or character moments will be the same throughout the campaigns, but it'll still be like a different area you're exploring with different enemy types and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the bosses I think might be the same. Uh, Anyways, I'm just playing the default campaign, whatever that one was. It's like a, I don't know, foresty kind of area. But the whole map is set up in like a hexagonal grid. Okay. And each each uh, turn, like it's you and up to two people co-op. I'm playing just uh, with one other person co-op. Mm. Uh, you kind of roll to see how many like m- movement slots you can move. And then you can move into other enemies that are on the screen. And then it turns into just like a turn-based you know, Final Fantasy style uh, combat. Uh, you get loot. You can uh, you equip different weapons, different armor pieces, different items. Sometimes when you're moving around the map, random things will just pop up and be like, oh, hey, there was like a buried grave here. Do you want to loot it? And you can get stuff that way. And there's caves that'll be like uh, kind of like a series of battles that you make your way through. And there's bosses and stuff like that. Hmm. The art style is pretty cool. It's all kind of. I don't know. It looks almost clay-like. It's really soft, uh, soft color palette. Very cartoony. I like when every time you equip a new item or a new weapon, it shows up on your character on the map as well. So you can see that, and you can get a bunch of goofy hats and goofy masks and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, you can even get like a ship, and at all times a kraken is chasing you. So it's just kind of dangerous to be on the ship. Although the ship can move a lot faster if you're trying to get around the world. The campaigns are pretty big. I'm surprised how much there are in in one campaign and then compared to how many campaigns there are there must be like at least probably close to 10 campaigns oh, and i wow. probably put a good like a good like two maybe even three hours into one campaign and we're not done yet mm-hmm. we're getting near the end but i want to say we have a solid like hour maybe hour and a half to go wow if i had to guess uh yeah um but again like i said i think a lot of the campaigns are are similar in, in kind of this you know soft story beats so i don't know how much i would want to play another campaign but at least there's that option of you know kind of seeing a whole different map and stuff like that because you know the map is 
it is clouded and you do have to kind of like explore and find out what's going on and there'll be different areas and whatnot like that. So it's very board game like um, and I would recommend it. It's pretty it's a pretty cool game to try out, especially if you have people to play with. It's on Game Pass anyway. So if you have Game Pass, why not? Yeah, for sure. And that's a uh, for the king. And that's all I've been playing this week. Cool. So let's run down some news. Yay. Um, yeah, so the, the raid happened, and there's already they're already talking how they're going to add matchmaking. That was part of this news story I came across. Okay. I'm trying to see. Yeah, so I think the clan name was POG, whatever that stands for. POG. Okay. I'm trying to see how long it took. The Pog Clan, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, kind of the new the news on this story was that they are going to add matchmaking, which is great for me because I don't want to play. I don't want to have to talk to randos. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we we talked primarily about the raid earlier. So good for them. We can, That's actually an yep. achievement, like for real. Yeah, no, I was watching for a while. There's apparently at the very slight spoilers for the raid. One of the objectives at the end, you have to shoot these like four nodes Mm -hmm. that keep popping up at different times. And if you don't do it fast enough, the whole screen just blows up and everyone dies and you have to start the boss fight again. That's hilarious. (laughs) It's pretty good. Like and it happened to them and I was just like, holy shit, that must be so heartbreaking. (laughs) Anyway, um, the Sega Genesis Classic, they've revealed another 10 games for it. Yeah, I saw it. I guess it's not the Classic, it's the Genesis Mini. I didn't read this list yet, though. Okay. So the list is Mega Man, The Wily Wars. Wow, okay. Street Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition. Sonic Spinball. Fuck yeah, Fantasy Star. Fantasy Star 4. Mm -hmm. Beyond Oasis. Ghouls and Ghosts, Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, Golden Axe, Vector Man, and Wonder Boy in Monster World. We actually called a bunch of these, weirdly enough, in on a TDP episode. I remember John oh, specifically says Mega Man, uh, The Wily Wars. I wanted Sonic Spinball, but I didn't think that was going to happen. I think we both said Vector Man. That's kind of cool. Good stuff there. Trying to see what the full list, like how many do they have left to, it's coming with 40 and they've revealed 5, 10, 30, right? They've revealed 30 of them. Yeah. Have they revealed the price on this thing? Um, I don't remember if they have. You can pre-order it. Yeah. $80 American. Right. Okay. Which I think was cheaper than the PlayStation One. Wasn't that a hundred bucks or something? Probably. That sounds right. Uh, Skull and Bones, that pirate ship game from Ubisoft, has been delayed. That's too bad. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah, I want to play it. Okay. Um, I'm definitely not as someone who just gets bored of those segments in Assassin's Creed. Oh, they're my favorite segments in Assassin's Creed. Oh, geez. Okay. You should play Assassin's Creed Rogue. Rogue? Is that all it is? 
it's not all it is, but it, it's heavily. There's a lot of the boat stuff in that one. Mm. Um. Anyways, basically that that's the news. They've delayed it. Uh, they haven't said when it, till. They just said they want to focus on making it better. So okay, respectable back. Sure. Uh, the Steam Link <laughs> app for iOS has finally been released. Yes, thank God. This was going like back and forth for a while, like almost probably like two years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, it's been on the Android store for a while. For a while. I'm kind of curious what agreement they came to because it had sounded like Valve didn't want to be giving like 30% of the revenue to Apple, which I guess Apple requires for apps mm. to get 30% of it. Um, so I wonder what kind of, de- uh, they like, a uh, agreement they came to, mm. but anyway, that's the thing you can do. You can now play your steam games on your phone with a, whatever Bluetooth controller you want, I guess. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we got a little bit of news on the devil may cry port. That's coming to switch primarily that it is going to be Devil May Cry 1 from the HD collection, basically just broken off from the collection. It'll be digital only, and there are currently no plans to port 2 or 3. Bummer, man. Um, Which I'm sure is just, you know, like official talk for, of course we'll do 2 or 3 if this sells well, and then we'll do all 3 of them in 1 if those are selling well as well. Yeah. Um. I would think we know, so. Why wouldn't why wouldn't they? Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's good to hear. It's the, the HD update, not just the PlayStation Two game, but that makes sense. Yep. Uh, this was kind of a cool news story. Uh, the Nintendo Switch in Japan has surpassed the PlayStation Four sales in Japan. Yes, which is which is kind of crazy. The Switch has been out for two years. Uh, I'm trying to. How long has the the PlayStation Four been out? It must have been six years this fall. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think so. 2013, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this fall it'll be 2013. It'll be six years. And the in, in or unless they didn't have, yeah, I think they had worldwide release. I think it was all the same. Mm-hmm. So the Switch has now outsold that place, the PlayStation 4. Uh, I'm sure it's only a matter of time before it does it elsewhere. Uh, but that's pretty crazy how well they're doing. Yeah, no, it is crazy for sure. I'm just seeing if there's any, like, numbers here. At that link. Oh, my God, this is so hard to read translated. Oh, it's just because it's not, like, proper sentence structure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are a bunch of numbers here, but I don't know. Because I see Days Gone specifically, like, in the title, so I don't know if these are, like, sales for that game. They must be. Because this is just Famitsu. In general. Alright, moving on, next topic. Um, The next Splinter Cell has kind of been leaked a bit. I guess. Uh, one of the voice actors, Julian, and I'm going to screw up this last name. I'm going to say Garaiti. That's my guess. Okay. Uh, basically tweeted out saying, working on the next hashtag Splinter Cell with 
Who is this? Dan Hay and Roman or Oriola. Oriola. Yep. Yeah, Oriola. In Leon. Can't wait for E3. Hmm. Uh, then he, he also added crossover with the crew too. I don't know. And, and only missing. I don't know what that has to do with anything. I guess maybe he was hanging out with some other teams. Yeah. But anyways, um, until then, there hadn't been a new Splinter Cell game. And I guess there is. Cool. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I'm excited to see what they have to show at E3 for sure. Yeah. It, it's about it's about time and i feel like when they added in that uh splinter cell mission into wildlands yeah it just kind of made sense like you know they were i forgot about that sam fisher yep. in some way mm-hmm. this guy isn't the voice actor for sam fisher is he he might be the new one because what's his name is gone right hasn't ironside been gone for years now no they got him back for that uh for that wildlands dlc i remember that was a thing they got Michael Ironside himself. That was why it was kind of like, this seems like it could really happen. But you're right. It is Michael Ironside was the guy's name. So it's mm-hmm. not whoever this guy is. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, uh, I'm looking at his like Twitter account. I guess he's a creative director at Ubisoft. Oh, okay. So you probably really shouldn't have said that. How does he know? <laughs> okay. Anyway. New Splinter Cell. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, this next one, I'm just kind of surprised it's even happening. They announced DLC for Moss, which was the VR mouse game. Yeah. Um, that I, I like quite a bit. I'm surprised it's getting any more content because I felt like not many people were talking about it, primarily because of the VR game. It's free, too. Yeah, it's getting free PL- DLC. It's coming exclusively to the Oculus Quest. Oh, on May 21st, and then it's going to be coming to everything else at a later date. Oh, okay. Uh, called Twilight Garden, the new chapter will test players with large environments, unique weapons, and a new realm of puzzles and enemies. Um, I guess it's May 21st. I guess that's the quest launch. It says the update will come to the quest version as part of the game on launch, but will later release for all other versions as a free update. Um. No word on the length or anything. Uh, but I guess the quest is launching May 21st. I didn't know that. And then this will be a part of it. So that's cool. That's cool. Moss is a good game. If you have a, a VR headset, I recommend playing Moss. Yeah, it looks very cute. Uh, in more, I'm surprised I got DLC news. <laughs> yeah. Tetris 99 got the big block DLC. Yeah. Which is a $10 add on that adds things um, like an offline mode and marathon mode. It's yeah. I've heard some people being like, it's kind of weird that you have to pay 10 bucks to play this offline. But on the other hand, this game was free. So I don't really know yeah, no. where to stand on. Like this. it's not, it's not weird to me at all. Cause it's a, essentially just buying a Tetris game. Cause as it is right now, the w- reason it's free is cause you have to pay for the Nintendo online in some way, shape or form. So like this makes sense to me. Why not? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. I know that was something I would have definitely wanted, um, because playing this on the go or on the plane would have been nice. Yeah. But I think I'm more of like, if I'm going to play some offline Tetris, it's going to be Tetris effect. 
Sure. I don't have Tetris so. Effect, so this is okay for me still, I this think. This is the next best thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and for those who don't remember, Tetris 99 is the Tetris Battle Royale mode. Yeah. So the offline mode, you'll be playing against, you know, 98 bots. Which right. means I might be able to actually win. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, and last story, I didn't read too much about this, but it, it sounds pretty important. Microsoft and Sony... I'm just going to read the whole title here. Microsoft and Sony make nice forge partnership for gaming and cloud services. This is weird. This happened today, I think. So I've um, yep. been skimming some stuff on it, too. But uh, I did not see this coming from Sony specifically. This does not seem like a Sony move. <laughs> so. Right. I specifically saw like Phil Spencer tweet out like, hey, man, I'm glad to be working with Sony with the new Azure, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know what this is, mm-hmm. um, but I will mark it down to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see like if there's anything specific. I don't think they've even released that many specific stuff. So they're probably going to talk more about it, I would assume, at E3. I'm going to read a few things from this article. Um, the agreement says that the two will jointly develop future cloud solutions within Microsoft Azure or Azure, however you pronounce that. Uh, it also says that Sony will use Microsoft Azure for its own game and content streaming services, including a push to build better tools for content creators. The two are also committing to work together on semiconductors and artificial intelligence. So a lot of this could be like anything. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to unpack on like exactly how this is going to work. But for right now, it seems like this weird like armistice, like lay down of weaponry sort of thing. Like, let's work together. Let's p- give peace a chance. One one kind of like tweet I saw, I don't know how real this is but it was like microsoft and sony are teaming up to take on google when it comes to the cloud streaming okay and it's like maybe like the streaming game wars are beginning yeah maybe because like i know sony has really been pushing their ps now and it's like not good it just doesn't work as like good as it should i know like obviously microsoft is looking into the disc list media list stuff just in general so that i think there's maybe some truth to that tweet or to that idea at least yeah i'm gonna read this uh quote from sony president kenichiro yoshida mm-hmm. playstation itself came through came about through the integration of creativity and technology our mission is to seamlessly evolve this platform as one that continues to deliver the best and most immersive entertainment experiences together with a cloud environment that ensures the best possible experience anytime, anywhere. For many years, Microsoft has been a key business partner for us, though, of course, the two companies have also been competing in some areas. I believe that our joint development of future cloud solutions will contribute greatly to the advancement of interactive content. They totally are taking on Google, or at least like trying to like stay afloat. I just don't even know what that even like means because it's not like they're going to like team up to be like and coming in 2021 it's the the x station the play the play box yeah the play box which is your cloud streaming service that you can play on anything like i can't see that being an actual thing so what is yeah are they just like 
are they gonna come up with yeah i don't i don't know what that means like part of me makes it think of like are they sharing technology so that they're gonna make two separate streaming services or are they gonna make the exact same streaming service twice but here's the playstation branded one and here's the xbox branded one but you know after the start screen it's the exact same thing but it's still two separate ecosystems because of course sony's not going to allow xbox live on a playstation like how nintendo is allowing xbox live apparently on the switch Mm -hmm. i don't even know what that means yeah uh i hope they have something huge at e3 that like is like taking some of this stuff into account or whatever. I don't know what, but like I hope we get. I'm more. sure they're going to announce some stuff. I believe Google has a, is probably going to be having a presence there, so they're going to talk more about it. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, Go- like Microsoft and Sony over here running around. Google's just over on the side, being like, "I'm hungry." Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Weird man weird it is weird it's it's it, we're in a weird time with games and like who even knows what's going to happen um actually okay uh there actually is one more news story i forgot to put it here yeah we should talk about Mario the Maker. nintendo direct that happened yeah. yesterday um there was a 15 minute long nintendo direct all about super mario maker 2 yeah i'm gonna give my quick impressions and then i would love to hear yours sure holy shit that game looks unreal <laughs> It's pretty much where I'm at, too. Yep. I thought that was a great direct because it was literally just that lady would not stop talking. It was just here's a new feature that's awesome. Here's a new feature that's awesome. Here's a new feature that's awesome. Here's a new like it was like just a list of like and it has this and this and this. And she just kept going for 15 minutes like they did not mess around. Yeah, no, it's super, super good. what, What are some of the things you're excited about? Oh, I mean, the big one, first of all, uh, is I really, really want to do that multiplayer mode. That looks great. Yeah, you're going to make multiplayer games now. And also, I guess, play both. There's both versus multiplayer and co-op as well. Mm-hmm. So you can design different worlds around. Are you fighting each other to do something or are you working together to get something done? Yeah. Like, holy smokes. Like, we're getting to like a weird, like little big planets amount of like content creation tools here it's so good also in that regard the fact that there's tags now thank you holy fucking shit like thank you for tags now where people can take what their level is and then it looks like the community after you beat the level you can tag it as well because on that screen where you like give a thumbs up or thumbs down or whatever there's a tag button so it looks like you're going to be able to tag it as well so yeah that's cool I like that there's a downvote. I know this is a thing that people like either like or don't like, but some levels are garbage and you should feel bad for making them. And that's just the way it is because I've been playing some Mario Maker 1 a, a few months back and holy shit, there's a lot of garbage levels on that thing <laughs> that I wish I could right, downvote. Sure. So sure. I like that. Um, there's a lot of really weird little, very tiny quality of life things i think are great for example being able to stop the screen from panning and making like little rooms is a fucking game changer you can make a level that's literally just like 50 tiny rooms one after another and like you can't the player can't scroll the screen over to like peek to see what's in the next room is huge that's giant um being able 
to set parameters to beat the level. So like you could just say this thing kill a hundred of them or fifty of them or whatever or collect a hundred yeah, like coins. Challenges like yeah. get to the end as Super Mario. Yeah. Or, or don't with a certain amount of coins. One of them was stuff. don't touch the ground. Like oh really? Yeah. There was yeah. It's real real good. Um, scrolling stages that you can like control completely is amazing yeah like the speed of the scroll and the direction and stuff like that yeah oh, that's pretty cool yeah of course slopes like actual slopes and conveyors going on slopes and stuff is really dope oh game styles and it looks like they might have room there so if they want to add dlc they could because mario 3d world is a style because it's so different you can't just like change like the same level it has to like create the skin yeah exactly so with that in mind they could do mario 2 as a game style maybe people were saying maybe Maybe. paper mario as a game style would be kind of neat some like sprites and stuff from that or like um people were saying mario 64 i'm like nah that's too far i think it's too different Yeah, yeah that's too far i mean world is like that too but i guess they're just kind of flattening it to more of the 2d sections of that yeah Maybe Yoshi's Island. Like I could see maybe that being a style of some sort. I saw so, I saw that post on Twitter that was that had Yoshi's Island. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Um. Oh, the moon, the moon stuff. Holy shit! The moon was very cool. Changing the levels to like the nighttime versions and like having a huge effect. The under, I, not the underground. One of them is upside down, and maybe it was the underground. I don't actually remember. Like the night version of it is everything's upside down the night version of the ghost house is everything's pitch black except for a little area of light around mario oh that's right it definitely changed things one was like low gravity and stuff yeah yeah uh i think what i was most excited about is that there's some kind of like story mode story mode it looks great yeah holy shit there's like a and they're even calling it a story mode like that's great and it's it said they're gonna they're gonna have like a hundred pre-made levels so that's just like it's just like a new mario game with new nintendo designed levels that's fantastic yeah for me at least yeah no i'm like and i was saying this to somebody too how it sounds really lame for me to say but i'm really excited to just play nintendo mario maker levels for a hundred things like and see what they did with the tools and i think that's neat so i'm looking forward to that uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything. Oh, the dry bone shell that you can go into the fucking lava with. Ah! Oh, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, the new item. And, and if you ducked, you just turned into bones. Yeah. Yep. There's some weird things going on there. Um, co-op creating. That's not a thing I'm probably going to get the opportunity yeah, to use. But that's cool. <laughs> like, like cool, I guess. I'm sure it's going to be exciting for some people. I think the new uh, themes look dope. Like, the desert and snow theme looked really, really pretty. And the forest theme that we saw for Mario World was, like, pretty good. So I like the different backgrounds and stuff. I think those are cool. Uh, you can have water rising and going down and stuff like that. Yep. Oh, right. The night version cool. changes, like, mushrooms to, like, poison mushrooms or zombie mushrooms that look like they hurt you probably a la yeah, mario there, too. there's a lot there's a ton going on uh i'm surprised nintendo's not making a bigger deal about this game yeah <laughs> uh like 
as far as I'm concerned, like Mario Maker should be one of their tentpole franchises at this point. Yep. With how cool that first game was, but I guess it's just kind of too new. Yep. Um, but yeah, this and it comes out next month. That's the craziest part is how soon this game is. I know. It's crazy. June twenty eighth. I cannot wait. I'm like to giddy get my hands on that. How like excited I am about this stupid game. Yep. Um so yeah, good direct. I, I loved that direct. It was a good time. Very, very good. Yep. Uh, all right, with that, let's do some questions. If you want to send in questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord, not the Facebook group, but the Discord channel and John's P.O. Box. And I'll read this first one from Sir Chasm that says, which new element of Super Mario Maker uh, will be used in half of the levels during the first week it's out and will make you roll your eyes in frustration every time it comes up? Oh, this is easy. I hate Picador and pick a pipe levels. So of course, pick a block level are going to happen where you get warped wait, to. Wait, what is that? There are levels in Mario Maker where it's just like, hey, this is level design. There's four pipes. Pick one randomly and see if you survive. Oh, you didn't? Oh, I see. Start again and pick the next. Fucking bullshit. Just. Right. So now that there's the warp boxes that you can't get out of the room after you warp there from them. There's definitely going to be those all the fucking time. Yeah, that makes sense. There was a random in the, I think it was the Super Mario 3D World theme where Mario just got a car. Yeah, the car. That's right. Yep. For whatever reason. I don't think that'll ever make me roll my eyes in frustration. I think that looks neat. That made me kind of think like all those stages that came out where they were like, press, don't press anything and you'll just win. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it kind of made it like it basically turned it into a runner, right? Sure. Yep. Because you're just constantly moving one way. I don't know. Um, I couldn't really think of one that was like a suit that was super annoying. I guess maybe just like I could see Meowser just getting spammed. <laughs> yeah. Like a whole bunch. Like and here's like eight Meowsers on the screen. Good luck. Yeah. Or whatever the biggest enemy is going to be. That's just the biggest enemy I could think of was Meowser. Um. I guess like a whole bunch of boom booms or something as well <laughs> might be something. Which one's the boom boom? They're the ones that just like swing their fists around. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. okay. I could just see like a whole bunch of those. Angry Sun? Just spamming Angry Suns? Yeah, I wonder if Angry Sun will be used in all of the levels. I bet it will be. You're right. Yeah. It was kind of funny listening to the lady like refer to all the characters by their like, I guess, official names because they're all nonsense. Yeah. But just the way she did like so professionally and just casually just being like, and now we've added angry son. Yeah. You just yeah, that was that was pretty funny. My favorite part is when she talked about Boom Boom, she called him the mad lad and it was so good. (laughs) Oh, did she? I must have missed that. It was really good. Uh, Here's the thing about Mario Maker. Everything in there is going to be frustrating. Fucking piranha plants were frustrating in the first Mario Maker after a while because people just spam the shit out of it. So um, I guess like the little tornado things are probably going to carry you up into spikes in a whole bunch of areas. I could see that being a thing. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of weird trolley shit that happens. But I mean, hopefully those get downvoted, right? Yeah. I, they have their plays, but I don't like them myself, so I hope they don't or don't get upvoted. 
But yeah. Uh, and last one from Hayes AC says, congratulations, making it to the last episode. I hope John didn't miss the occasion. My question is, if you have to pass the torch to someone else to continue the podcast and become a ghost who will haunt the new third host, who would you choose? If you have to pass the torch to someone to continue the podcast and become a ghost. I I have no idea. I have no one in mind. (laughs) This is a hard question I get. Who would you pass? I guess Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Are we picking like celebrities? <laughs> I would pass him the torch. Just, just anyone? Yeah. Um. All right. So you're gonna pass it to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I want to pick someone that's obviously gonna complement what what the Rock is bringing to the to the, to the table. Yeah. Um. And it's still about video games, right? They're still going to be talking about the games oh, yeah. they're playing every week? Sure, of course. Okay. Um, I, I'm trying to, like, not pick just another actor. Yeah. But I'm I'm probably just going to end up picking an actor. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to pick Simon Pegg. Okay. Yep. Have those two ever been in a movie together? Because I think they might have pretty good screen presence, and I don't think I've ever yeah, seen maybe. it. Yeah, maybe. Simon Pegg is showing up in, like, a lot of stuff these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think so. I know The Rock and Nick Frost have were in that um, wrestling movie that came out, like, last... Or right. maybe it was earlier this year. Um, and Simon Pegg and probably visited the set Pegg at some good point. Buddies. So that I may mean, be probably. Counts. Yeah, no, I can't. I don't think they have. Not off the top of my head. Yeah. And who knows uh, uh, what John's going to pick? I mean, the real answer is probably Jack Black, since he's now a gaming YouTuber. Oh, that's right. He is a gaming YouTuber, isn't he? What the hell is his name? Jablinski or something like this? <laughs> I have no idea, but I could I could definitely see him choosing that name, like not ironically, just like this is a silly name. Yeah, like if like, I remember that, I think it's his kid started the channel, but asked his dad to be part of it. So it's kind of like a joint operation. All I remember is that they put out one video saying Jablinski Games is going live or something, and they got like four million <laughs> subscribers within a week, <laughs> including you. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I should look them up. I'm kind of curious as to what they've done. So he might actually be too legit of an answer, which makes this question not funny anymore. Um, if you want to send in questions for next week, again, that is top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel and John's PO box. What's your game of the week? Uh, Plague tale innocence. And I'm going to give it to Life is Strange, Season 2, Episode 3. That'll do it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah. I don't know when John will be back, but we'll be back next week. So we'll see you then. Bye.